0: Yo, I'm back. I think I'm going uh, to have to take a couple of days off, man. You know what I'm saying? Got to go on my strong advertising campaign for the Tech G channel. Shout out to everybody supporting the, uh, the advertisement campaign. Shout out to the Black Metal Sphere for graciously uh, supporting the campaign by giving me your, your pictures so I can make advertisements with. Shout out to all them people, man. You know, they all voluntarily decide to sign up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, what up, uh, Evan from Grand Rising? Never heard of that place. Shout out to you, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm back. So, I think between now moving forward, man, I'm probably just going to do, like, just some recaps in black YouTube. Like, what, what's the latest that's been going on? because I, mean, I don't really have a whole lot of time these days to dedicate to daily streams even on the, even my weekends man my weekends are becoming bogged down you know between activities I got to do with the wife and the kids and then now my website I got to turn I'm turning the volume up a little bit more on my tech g channel and my, my overall website because I know some of y'all saw I posted that thing saying I'm a CompTIA authorized partner so you know it seems like some big fancy title or whatever but you know basically all it really means at the end of the day is you know for people who are trying to get like entry-level certifications you know that's the stuff that I teach on my other channel uh, I, I can get you discounts on that stuff <laughs> it's what I'm saying so you don't have to pay full price for the certification voucher And then I got access to some other stuff because, you know, right now for those who actually, matter of fact, somebody just sent me some money earlier. But for those people who um, sign up for my little study materials, you know, right now all I offer are like highly detailed notes, you know, that you can, you know, use to help you study. But now I got access to simulation labs now. And so I got to go onto the website and readjust the pricing To match the offering, you know, the offering, so that, you know, people who are serious about trying to get these certs, uh, you get all the relevant information and relevant tools that you need so that you can uh, pretty much guarantee that you'll pass this cert. Now, I can't offer no 100% guarantees, obviously, because that really depends upon you and how much work and effort and study time you're willing to put into the stuff. But what I can do is give you the tools necessary. And uh, so that, that's what that means, man. I'm just trying to empower the folks out there. You know what I mean? I'm going to remove these excuses. So with that being said, I got a lot of stuff I got to do. So I'm trying to finish up this second half of this A-plus course. Then I got to start building the class for the network uh, plus certification. And then after that, I got to do a security plus. And then after that, I'm probably gonna take a break, man. So that's so that's why when it comes to this particular channel, I'm probably just gonna be, you know, once a week, twice a week type of thing. And then unless I got something that I just personally want to talk about, it's more than likely just gonna be some some um, just some some recap type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. two little white chicks walk past me and I guess they didn't see me standing here I guess I scared them with my my Negro persona (laughs) but whatever anyways so that's 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 uh that's where this is going so um what up Sebastian so anyways I got a couple minutes to kill so you know black YouTube man what's what's the deal man I've been seeing some videos, man. I've been seeing some things out in these streets, man. Like, what, what's what's this deal? What's the deal with everybody's fascination with trying to take down the great St. Kevin, man? I've been seeing videos out there, man. How come y'all can't say no more babble? Now, we, we still gonna get some babble. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna get some gossipy babble. <laughs> I man, I'm, I'm gonna give you all the best babble i can give you with, with the a little bit the limited amount of time that i can give but i'm just saying i've been seeing some things man you got you got kevin i've been seeing all these kevin samuel videos just just circulating the internets and i'm trying to understand why everybody is like trying to take this dude down i'm seeing videos pulling up i saw a video earlier some dude i don't know who this dude is but he called one of his ex wives, or allegedly uh, called one of his alleged ex wives, or something like that, like trying to get dirt on this dude, and then filmed it and put it on YouTube. So, you know, thing that, here's what I don't understand, right? When I was watching this video, you know, shout out to Grandmaster Troll, because he was the one who was playing the video on his channel, right? I'm trying to understand what type of obsession does a dude have to have or envy a dude has to have towards another man to where you're gonna go dig up this man's personal records and then call who you believe to be his ex-wife to try to get dirt on this dude so that you can try to bring this man down a couple notches or whatever whatever the whatever the plan is like this is the type of crap that you got going on out here in black YouTube with a lot of these dudes. Well, I'm not going to say a lot of these dudes, but you know, a couple of these dudes in particular, And then, you know, you got the women, they jumping up and down, clapping and cheering about this crap, but I don't understand this crap, man. Now I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't worship at the altar of St. Kevin, like, like, our, like, like our good buddy obsidian uh, obsidian does, but I, I don't understand this, this desire some people to go to just to I mean why would you do that what 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 are you gaining from that at the end of the day like what is the end result that you are trying to gain from this you want to be known as the dude on YouTube who exposed Kevin okay fine you let's just say all that crap is true right you expose Kevin what does it benefit you at the end of the day is there some type of monetary reward for you Are you hoping your channel is going to jump up to 100 plus thousand subs and people are just making it rain in your chat all day long? Like, what is the end result of this? And then I watched Taz's video the other day or yesterday, as a matter of fact. And he was on there railing against Kevin as well. Talking about, um, you know, basically just trying to say Kevin ain't a a so-called high value man. And like I don't even care about all that crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's. I think high value, Kevin has his definition. High value is, is, a, is a highly subjective thing. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, whatever, I'm not even, I think I've gave my spill on that before, but whatever, he has his opinion, others have theirs, but I don't understand this need, this obsessive need people do this. You know, and, I, and I'm not coming at it from the angle, oh, they're just trying to take, a, take the black man down. No, it could be with anybody. I don't understand this crap. Like, what do you actually gain from this to where you have to dedicate your time, your energy, and maybe some of your own money into trying to research another dude who makes YouTube videos just so that what you can build your name off of him? And so, like I said in a previous video, if Kevin Samuels never came to YouTube or he stopped making videos, would these people even have content to? would they be capable of producing content it seems like they need him it's like what what is that um what do you call those fish that that uh, that latch themselves onto sharks or whales and then they feed off of the the bacteria and whatever algae and crap that's on the on the fish what do you call those type of fish man and so you know they can't basically they can't survive without the bigger fish or whatever the case may be but it seems like if you take kevin samuels out the equation Will you even have a channel? Are you even capable of producing your own content? Because it just seems like Kevin Samuels, love him, hate him, or you feel indifferent about it, he's created like this little, this little uh, what, do you, what do you call it? what's what's the saying like a damn uh, it just slipped my mind but he's created like his own little micro economy of sorts inside of YouTube to where. Everybody is trying to eat off of him, based off of stuff that he says or things going on in his life. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I'm trying to understand what is the benefit outside of, of um, you know, what's what's the benefit, man? What what is the benefit? I mean, if you're making money like O'Shea, O'Shea will do his video. And, but O'Shea will make like probably a few thousand dollars, a few hundred to a few thousand dollars off of defending Kevin Samuels and maybe even Obsidian to a certain extent. But before they started doing that, but before they started doing that, they, you know, O'Shea, Obsidian, they all had, they were all, they, they all proved that they can make, make content. So even if you were to take Kevin away, O'Shea and Obsidian, they could still produce content these other people that you know we're all just discovering it's like your your whole entire youtube existence seems dependent upon what this other man has going on in his life or what he's saying on his videos now if you're doing reaction type of videos all right fine but even that if if all your reactions are just primarily focused around him you're gonna i don't know how much longevity you're gonna have doing this thing you know what I'm saying, but it's just a weird thing to see, man. Like I said, I saw that video. You know, I watch Grandmaster Troll, right? Uh, what's his name? Kenneth, whatever his name is. You know, he likes to go around doxing people, exposing people. You know, he, he's a he's a somewhat entertaining dude. You know what I mean? I watch his stuff, but my thing is, I just don't I, I just don't understand. Like like I said, when he saw he pulled up that one video of this dude. I mean, listen. Go watch Grandmaster Trolls' video whenever you get a chance. I think it's his last video that he just put up. He has a recording of a dude who is, who is uh, on the phone recording himself supposedly calling Kevin Samuels, one of his ex-wives, to try to get some dirt on him. But then when you listen to the call, the ex-wife really didn't give him any dirt. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was just like, well, what, what was the point of this, bro? You know what I'm saying? Hey, what up, cut? Yeah, GMT is a fool, man. You know, GMT is entertaining, you know what I mean? He's entertaining, especially when all the people get to arguing on his panels and stuff. That's that's, that's when I like to tune in, because you, you know it's gonna be some some Negro nonsense. But at the end of the day, it's just a weird thing, man, to see this crap. And we we ain't talking about some little teeny boppers. we talking about grown men with a with full facial hair. <laughs> looking like looking like they uh looking like looking like um some Muslim dudes coming up out of Philly or something like that. Like, you know, it's, it's some weird stuff to see with these dudes. All because, like I say, what, my, my thing is, what are you gaining out of this? Because a lot of y'all, from what I see, it don't look like it's really going to help your channels out. I don't really see a bunch of people ditching Kevin to come flock to you to make it rain in your super chats and all and then and then just blow your subscriber count up to to the atmosphere i I just don't see that happening man so i don't know i I personally don't understand that's why i don't ever talk about this dude one reason i don't talk about because i really don't watch his content i mean i'm sub to him but i really don't watch his stuff like that but even if i did watch his stuff i mean i'm not gonna be putting his name in the titles dumb i don't even i don't do that now i mean i rarely do it but you know I don't. I don't think. I don't remember the last time I actually did it. Sister George is in the house. What's up, Sister George? Y'all go sub to Sister George. But it's it's a weird thing to see, man. And you know, like I say, this just kind of makes me wonder. Like, what is the overall purpose and or function of Black YouTube, especially as it relates to a bunch of dudes hopping on here talking about how they um they they're creating content to to help mold the minds of the youth. And speaking of that, so y'all remember that video I did a while ago where I was like, you got some of these dudes been watching Manosphere content of some sort since they was like 12 years old or something like that. Well, if you go watch that last Grandmaster Troll video, the dude that I was talking about in that video is on Grandmaster Troll's video. So, anybody anybody remember that video I did a few weeks ago where I was like, you got some incel type of dudes out here who say they've been watching this Negro nonsense on YouTube since they were like 12 years old and now they're in their early 20s. That particular dude I was talking about is on Grandmaster Troll's last video. He goes by the name of Psycho Candy. And he looks like a, he looks a little incel-ish because you're looking at the screen uh, first thing i'm noticing like how come this brother ain't got no eyebrows and then why has he got this why has he got this this uh this 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 mortal Kombat style raiding hat on his head it's, it's it's a little weird shout out to my man keep it techie man keep it techie is about to launch his linux course so for those of you who want to learn the linux operating system keep it techie is about to start dropping videos uh helping you get certified in that so y'all go sub to this brother over there it's another great uh a great attribute to the to the manosphere is keep it techy does tech stuff like i do and then he also is the timekeeper for a profit of thought over there so yeah the dude with the hat cake coach and that yeah that's the dude you know what i'm saying so it's so like i said i just brought that up because i I just remember i was talking about him and then i seen him i was like that's that dude i was just talking about And then he admitted again, I've I've been watching Metal Sphere stuff since I was 12 years old. He's like 21, 22 now. I'm looking at this dude like, bro, your life is just all kinds of messed up. If this is where you've been getting your guidance on manhood, because, you know, it didn't just start with the Metal Sphere. I think it goes all the way back to Tommy Sotomayor, because the Metal Sphere is only like five years old, six years old, something like that. But this dude's been, he's been... um. He's been consuming this content since he was like twelve. Bruh, his life just seems like I can just only imagine how how jacked up his life may be. <laughs> if you've been consuming, you been learning how to be a, a man. Uh oh. You've been learning how to how to, you know, be a man and get your manhood off of YouTube. And, Cause you know, listen, I gotta I gotta assume that the brother ain't got no father in his life. I have to assume these things. I have to assume that that's the reality. If, if you're learning about manhood off of random, wild, loose can of niggas on YouTube, I just have to assume you don't have any father figure in your life. David Little says, it's no surprise Kevin Samuels was a fraud. What, what's fraudulent about to do? I don't understand it because I've, I've heard the evidence so far. So here, here's the evidence that's been presented. I Think Super Sly did a video on this. Super Sly made a video, and matter of fact, Grandmaster Troll showed us in this video where there was some kind of court paperwork dealing with some type of lawsuit or something. I, I don't know, I can't remember what, exactly what it was, but they were trying to say back in 2017, Kevin Samuels was making like $45,000, dollars a year, right? Back in not, not 2017, but 2007. So we're talking like 14 years ago, right? And so, I guess. Him in 2007, making like 45, 50 thousand dollars a year, I guess that disqualifies him from, from uh, trying to frame, trying trying to create the narrative that he's a high value man. I mean, I guess you could put up an argument one way or another, but the reality is that was 14 years ago. How many of y'all are making the exact same amount of money today that you were making 14 years ago? And if you are making the exact same amount of money in the year 2021 that you were making in 2007, then we got to ask some questions about what have you been doing with your life for the past 14 years? Cause 14 years ago, I wasn't making the money that I'm making 14 years ago. I had just became a brand new father. I had just bought my first house, but I still wasn't making the money that I'm making today. So my lifestyle and my, my overall earning potential has gone up. Now it hasn't shot through the roof like, you know, Kevin and others, but I'm not making the money that I was making 14 years ago. I, I'm living, I'm living a, a, a whole lot better than I was living 14 years ago. Now, so I can't really hold that against uh, the likes of Kevin if he was only pulling in 50. You know, we're talking like 10 years, we're talking over a decade ago. A lot, can, a lot should happen to one's life in 10 plus years, y'all. You should be trying to elevate and hopefully put yourself in positions to earn more money over the course of 10 plus years. So it, let's just say he was making 50000 in 2007. And now let's just say all of his income is combined. Like, I have no idea what it is. But let's just say, let's just say it's $150,000. Well, what's, what's the problem? <laughs> what's the problem? That's the direction it should be going. It should be going up. You shouldn't be remaining stagnant. It should be going up, and if yours isn't going up, then what the, what, the, what the dealio is? What you doing? Donovan says, as I recall, he makes the argument he did market research showing that the six sixes is a thing women want. I guess I don't I don't know all the details of it like that. Hey, what's going on? I don't know all the details of it to that extent, but I'm just like, okay, if that's true and now he's making the high call, the the high value salary, (laughs) well, what what the problem is his income, everybody, you know, in the next, I mean, just think about it in the next 14 years, 15 years, let me see In, in 14 years, I'll be, uh, how old will I be? I'd be like 54 years old in 14 years, right? I expect to be making more money in my 50s than I'm making now. You know, you know, I'm hoping. Because I'm trying, I'm trying to get my retire on and, and be chilling out in these streets. I when, I, when, I, when I cross 50, I turn 50 in nine years. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be retired. That's that's my goal. <laughs> like officially, full blown. I'm not working for the man no more. I got mailbox money coming in, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't set some things up here and there. That's, that's the goal. Will it actually happen? That remains to be seen. D says, yeah, gee, but he presented himself as if he was making 350. Uh, I mean, I don't don't know all the details. So was he saying he was making that back then? You know, I don't know, but you know, regardless of that, I don't don't see what the problem is with somebody upping their income or upping their overall quality of life over the past decade. Like, that's what, you know, people should be, everybody should be trying to do. You know what I'm saying? This stuff doesn't seem that complicated to me. So I don't know, I don't know how fraudulent that makes one. (laughs) I just don't, it just doesn't ring, it just doesn't compute with me the fraud, the fraudulent aspect. It just seems like it's more so in jealousy slash envy slash how come this nigga's getting all the shine off YouTube and I'm not getting all the shine type of thing. I mean, that's just what it seems like The, the when, when, I, when I just look at it, when I, when I step back and I take a bird's eye view of the landscape to see all the commentary being made towards this dude, that's that's the vibe I get. It's just like you got a lot of, it just appears you have a lot of folks out there who are just a little mad that they haven't blown up and gotten the, the notoriety and popularity and uh, in addition to the money that he's getting. And it's hard not to count the money, especially if you watch his show. Like, I'll, I'll be, like, when he goes live, like I said, I don't really watch his channel, but, you know, his, his stuff will pop up in my timeline. And I, you can see right then and there on the spot, he'll have, like, eight, nine, ten thousand 10,000 people watching a live stream. Very impressive numbers. Can't deny it. And then if you were to just click and look at it, man, you're going to be bombarded with super chats all up and down the dog on screen, so it's hard to miss all that. And I imagine it can make people feel a certain type of way when you see that and you're another YouTuber out here and you're averaging live stream numbers like me. <laughs> y'all see my numbers, I, you know, I don't care. I mean, I know a lot of people say they don't care, but I think a lot of y'all kind of get the I think a lot of y'all who've been around me long enough kind of really understand that I'm not really going above and beyond to try to make this become anything more than what it is. If I get the if I get the money, I get it. If I don't, I don't. You know what I'm saying? But you know, that's why I'm working on other things that's gonna bring me the money that have longevity off of YouTube. Cause you know the thing about the YouTube is it could be it's here today, it, could be, it could be it could be here today and gone tomorrow. You do the wrong thing that the YouTube gods don't like, they can zap your channel. And trust me, I'm a vet of that program. I've already, I've had two channels deleted in my past since I've been on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I matter of fact, my personal belief is if you're in black YouTube, you're not, a, you're not a true content creator until you've had at least one channel deleted. And have to start from scratch and build it up again. I've had that happen to me twice. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a I'm a super vet out in the game with this this stuff. But at the same time that told me I I don't need to be relying strictly on YouTube to try to make my financial dreams come true because I don't have any control over this platform I mean all I can do is just control the content that I create but I don't have any control as to whether or not the content can remain alive because I can't control the haters I can't control whether or not people want to flag the videos down whatever whatever you know what I'm saying? So, I try to, I, I, you know, my, my thing is, I would love to be a, listen, I'm not going to sit here in front, man. I would love to be over here pulling ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars a month off YouTube. Who wouldn't? What's the point of us being on YouTube? All of us wish we could do that. Some of us, we're doing it now. Some of us, we're going to be doing it. And then some of us will never be doing it. But at the end of the day, we all would like to do it. Or why are we here making videos? <laughs> we all want to do that, those type of numbers and get that type of money. But... So the the reality is, most of us probably aren't going to see it like that, and so I've come to the uh, conclusion that okay, I have to create something that extends beyond YouTube to bring me that type of money, and just use YouTube as a medium to drive traffic towards other things that can generate that type of money, and then if the money does come off of YouTube, then you know that's just uh, you know that's just uh, you know uh, you know whipped cream and cherries on the on the ice cream, you know what I'm saying? I've learned hold up right. so I wish you wish you had my numbers dude my numbers yeah I got 39 people watching me B what kind of numbers you talking about <laughs> I don't do you do you see the views I get on my videos I don't I barely break a thousand views over here what, what type of stuff what, do you, what numbers are you talking about Kevin Simon should have admitted that he had some kooky and rare in him. The bigger you get, the more you get exposed. And look, I heard that argument from Taz. Like, first off, you got a lot of people making a lot of speculations about his relationship with his uh, daughter or whatever child he has. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, unless you're in that family, in and around it, I, I, you know, a lot of people just making speculations. So. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know how you can just automatically use that as an excuse to throw somebody in the Pookie and Ray Ray category. When, unless, unless you're, unless you actually witness the stuff with your eyeballs on a daily basis, like, how, how do you know what their relationship is like? And then, like I said, my thing is. When I talk about content creators, I don't give a damn about their their family life, you know what I'm saying I just care about I just make content based off of the stuff they say and the stuff they show i don't i don't I don't invest any time trying to research people. yeah, I ain't doing all that crap you know what I mean They showed his arrest record I mean, look, I don't have an arrest record but you know look. What do you get arrested for? I mean, you know, listen, I don't know. Now, and here, here's the thing: just because you got an arrest record, doesn't make you a pookie and a ray ray. Like, I mean, th- there are people who can get arrested for some crap and come out and just totally re- change, and reform their life, change their life all around. Does that? Does that? Are they? Are they forever doomed to the, to the pookie and ray ray category because somebody got arrested? I think this is my personal definition of a pookie and ray ray. My, you know, my personal definition of a pookie and Rere is a person who just goes above and beyond to become the stereotype, and they and they just keep doing these things over and over and over again. They don't ever really try to change or reform. They're content with living that stereotypical pookie rari lifestyle. Now, if a nigga, now let's just say I never been arrested, but let's just say I got arrested back in uh, college or something like that for doing some stupid crap and I was in college 20 years ago. 20 years removed, I had never been arrested again. Life has been totally transformed, reformed, yada, yada, yada. Y'all go dig up my police record and y'all find I got an arrest record. Am I, am I, am I uh, cast off to the Pookie and Ray Ray thing for eternity? Even though everything about my life ever since that made up arrest record has been the complete opposite? Meaning I've, turned, I've transformed myself into a productive human being. Like, and, and like I said, before anybody tries to try to go out there and digging, no, I've never been arrested a day in my life. So you're never going to find an arrest record on me. <laughs> so I don't have one. I've been put in handcuffs once, but I didn't get arrested. I got put in handcuffs when I was 14 years old. And then they just, they just sat me down to scare me. Well, it was me and a bunch of other kids. They sat us down, threatening to take us to jail, basically just scaring us until my parents came and got us, then my mom came and got me and popped me upside the head. And, and that was pretty much it. But other than that, I've never actually been arrested. In charge, I should say. But yeah, since I got placed in handcuffs when I was 14 years old, right? So I got played, Me, it was me and about six other kids, right? We, were, we was uh, living in this apartment complex, and I can't remember exactly what we was doing, but we was doing something we wasn't supposed to be doing. And somebody called the cops, and it was a black cop, I mean, it was a black cop and it was some white cops. It was like a mixed mix crew came out there, like two or three cops. They all arrested us, you know, uh, quote unquote arrested us, put us all in handcuffs, sat us on, a, on the concrete and gave us these long ass speeches about how our lives are gonna just turn out to be crap <laughs> and how they're gonna threaten, threaten to take us to jail if, you, if, you, if our parents don't come down here in the next five, 10 minutes, blah, 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 blah. And none of us went to jail, but I did have the bracelets put on my hands, so I do know what it feels like to be, to, have to be handcuffed, but I didn't go to jail. So, but let's just say I did go to jail off of something that happened when I was 14 years old, right? I'm 40 years old. We're talking, what, 26 years later. Does that, does that make me a pookie <laughs> because of something that happened when I was 14? Even though I'm married, got a career, raising kids, ain't been in trouble with the law since. Yada yada yada, hey, what's up, man? You know what I'm saying? Would that, would that still classify me as a uh as a pookie? So I don't I don't I don't necessarily think so, man. I think people can be redeemed. I got to get ready to go get something to eat. It's just a matter of it's just a matter of uh, you know, do you want to be redeemed? Are you doing things to get your life on and popping? You know what I'm saying? Oh, somebody sent me some money. Hold up. Oh, shout out to uh, Real Deal Financial. Appreciate the five dollars, bro. Appreciate that. Say, hey, what up, Nene? Are there female pookies? Yeah, we call them hood rats. <laughs> at least I do. Yeah. Yeah. They, look, Pookie and Ray Ray. That's just a uh, you know, it's, it's it's a name mostly a descriptor mostly for dudes, but at the same time, it's, it's really more of a. In my this is my this is how I view it. It's more of a. A descriptor for a certain type of lifestyle and choices people lead that constantly result, produce results that are pretty much to your, ulti- your ultimate detriment, which leads into the ultimate degradation of the family, society, you know, black society, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, females could be pookies too. I just call them hood rats. Yeah, look, yeah, Nene, she's an executive now. She got arrested. So like I say it's all about are you redeemable and not necessarily are you redeemable? Are you doing things to redeem yourself so that you don't go back down that path? Like, okay, I'll give you another example. My uncle, my uncle, between the eight and the one that's like 10 years older than me, the one I used to chase behind because I don't have an older brother. Right. So for as long as I've known ever since I was a kid, he was a drug dealer. Back in the late 80s, when I was a little jit, chasing behind him, he used to have the four finger rings, the Dookie gold rope necklace, mouth full of golds, out there slanging in his teenage years. He spent his 90s doing the same thing, in and out of prison, in and out of prison. I think he even went to prison for attempted murder or something like that at one point. 2000s, he gets arrested again. Early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? This time, he's probably in his 30s or something by then. But... Anyways, he got arrested, he was in for like two or three years, and due to some type of technicality in the paperwork or whatever, they had to let him go. So guess what? He, this nigga ain't been to jail in like 16, 17 years. You know what I'm saying? That was his last time going to jail. Now he's like 50, 51, 52 years old, cuts hair, he does some other little businesses here and there, you know, totally straight and narrow dude. What I call my uncle a pookie. Uh, I would say he's a reformed pookie, because he has a strong pookie history that that spans well over a decade. But at the same time, he has well over a decade of some change of him leading a you know normal regular ass life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to K Coaching. Thank you for the five dollars. So, but my uncle he makes every day he makes a conscious decision not to go back down that path that led him into. To prison in his uh, teenage and in, in, uh, 20s. His uh, teenage years in, in his early 20s, or his, his old 20s, I should say. You know what I mean? So, anyways, that's, that's that though. Time is it, I got to risk some eat Okay, I got a couple more minutes. So, but, so I'm not gonna hold that against Kevin. But one, I don't know all the details, but I just don't, I, I think I think a lot of people are, I, I know a lot of people can get up in their fields about this whole Pookie and Ray Ray thing. But like I said, I was watching Taz's video. He, he kind of sounded like he was in his fields about it. But I was like, all right, man, like, look, I, th- I think it's a difference here. I mean, and like, this ain't no throwing a cape on. Like, I've never caped for this dude. I don't ever, I really ever talk about him, but I'm just, I, my, my thing is I'm just trying to understand this, this fascination with this dude. Yes, we get it. He's a, he's a black YouTube celebrity, bona fide black YouTube celebrity with a strong potential for crossing over into mainstream, very strong potential, and that's got a lot of people in their fields because they see him bringing in the views, bringing in the money, he's, he's getting shine. He's on he's on podcasts, they got a million plus subscribers celebrities out mainstream celebrities out there talking about this dude they got a lot of y'all in y'all fields man i I understand that because black folks is all about the fields but y'all got to come up off that shit (laughs) y'all got to come up off that crap go out there and, and and find something that you're good at and make content around that and if your content is just totally dependent upon what this man is doing you're not gonna you're not gonna survive long she says kevin needy says he's a sissy looking for i don't even care about his sexuality i really don't care i'm not going to be accusing a man of being this that that ain't none of my business what what that man does in his bedroom ain't ain't got a goddamn thing to do with me so i ain't even going to speculate on it it is no concern of me and his sexuality doesn't detract from his ability to generate money (laughs) because listen listen it's a, lot of, it's a lot of extra heterosexual dudes in the black manosphere, black YouTube, right? That go above and beyond to uh, prove how heterosexual they are, right? <laughs> but for some reason, they, that, that, that doesn't seem to be making money than, than the dude that y'all all believe is playing for the, uh, the rainbow team. So it's, it's really none of my concern at the end of the day. says exactly, but do these people just forget about guys like uh, Tariq, Tommy, and Jason? Uh, what about them? So the fascination is whoever is on. I don't even want to know any of that. I don't, I don't want to know who's a, who's a top, who's a bottom, who's pitching, who's catching. I don't want to know any of that. It goes on in his bedroom. Ain't none of my damn business. The only time I start getting quote-unquote concerned about those things is when people try to force me to know what's going on in their bedroom. That's the only time I get agitated by it. When somebody has to throw it in my face every five minutes that they like doing this. Or that everybody should, no, I don't have to. Go do what you do in your bedroom and keep it to yourself. That's why it's called a bedroom. That's your little sanctuary to do whatever it is you do. As long as you're doing it with uh uh legal adults who are fully aware of what's going on and, and giving 100 percent consent other than that ain't none of my business he says no i'm saying that these guys gloss over kevin samuels being a youtube celebrity while he's not the only one Oh, there's a, a lot of YouTube celebrities out there. It's just Kevin appears to be the first black YouTube celebrity from the so-called black mental share that actually claim represented and it's created content in this sector. That's why he's such a such a so-called big deal. To my knowledge, unless somebody else is blown up, but that's just to my knowledge. but i'm not worried about how he gets down i mean his bedroom activities ain't none of my concern I, I, like i say, as long as long as kev ain't out here trying to force me to to to, to become privy to to what goes on in his bedroom i ain't got a problem you can do what you want to do you can you can let your balls jingle how they jingle player just don't try to force me to witness how your balls jingle that's, that's all i'm saying i don't want to i don't want to be forced to know I lived in Georgia, Needy, I lived in Georgia for, uh, for like, let me see, for like 15 years. I lived in Augusta. Augusta, Georgia is like an hour and a half down the street from Atlanta. I used to be in the, I used to be in the A all the time. I got an uncle that I live out there. I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty familiar with, with the culture of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm very familiar with it. I've been to Atlanta a gazillion times. Before I moved back down to Florida, I was living in Georgia. <laughs> that's where I had my house at. My other house. Oh, you said not me? Oh, my not bad. bad. Thought you was talking about me. So, anyways, that's that's what's cracking in uh in black YouTube land, man. So I gotta go ready to grab some lunch and then I gotta go I gotta go uh I gotta go wash up white privilege. I know some of y'all don't like the name white privilege but that's the name of my truck so i gotta go today's friday i gotta go treat white privilege to this to this car wash and black magic on the tires as soon as i get off work in the next few hours then i might hit the uh the liquor stove grab me a bottle go home and deal with my cheering's listening to them throw crap, fight every five seconds, and they go entertain the wife about all the things she wants to do to the house that I gotta go pay for. <laughs> that I gotta go pay for, you know what I'm saying? Somebody say buy some, I got I, I got, I still got a bunch, I hold a bunch of crypto now. I was buying it back in like 2017, I, I gotta, I gotta send in my information to my Coinbase account because I'm locked out of it. But I got, I got some crypto. My, I've been looking at my portfolio. It be going up and down like a roller coaster. One day it'll be, my, my portfolio will be close to like ten thousand dollars, then it'll drop down to three. It just be roller coastering all over the place. So I got some. I just haven't bought any in a hot minute. Lots of money in GA, just like in San Fran. I'm assuming the SF stands for San Francisco. But they have the they have a gay stigma attached to them. Plenty of straight people live in both areas. San Francisco, y'all got some some nutcases out there. Y'all got y'all. Listen, y'all actually got an app that can track where people are defecating on the sidewalks out there. Like, that's how messed up y'all city. i been I was in San Francisco. I used to date this chick. This a little Hispanic chick. She t- she uh she flew me out to San Fran uh, years ago to meet her her family, like 2002 or something like that. That was a that was a weird city because you know where she took me at it was like the houses were just like stacked on top of each other, and then she she took me to her mama's house. So it's like a it's like it's like one of them houses you see on the episode of Full House, but at, on the top half it's like one family lives there, then on the bottom half another family lives there, and they said that house was like, at the time, it was like early 2000s. She said that house was like $600,000 or something like that. I was like, what the hell? Was like, what's going on here? And then she had came out to Florida to see how my parents was living. Um, well, yeah, obviously, because I didn't have a house at the time. I took her down to meet my parents. She coming to my house. Man, she think I'm rich as hell. I'm like, chick, I ain't rich. <laughs> it, was just a, it was just a weird vibe out there. I was like, I was like there's some weirdos out here. Says, G get on Voyager. I got a few that were gain in weeks. Coinbase, get that. Oh, okay. Voyager is another another crypto app. I'll look into it. Send me a uh, send me a text message, Nene, because I'm gonna forget as soon as I hit the uh, as soon as I get off this live. <laughs> uh. Oh, those are coins you are listing. Morning Blue. Okay. i mean i got my views on crypto with a lot of these altcoins you know here's here's the reality about crypto man and matter of fact shout out to marcus brownlee you know super youtuber with like 13 million subs he just did a video talking about dogecoin right and he explains why dogecoin is so popular but he laid out some truths that i had already known for the longest and i'm I'm glad to hear a way bigger youtuber saying it it's like a lot of these coins these altcoins you guys understand anybody can create an altcoin, right? Like literally, anybody. If you know a little bit about computer code or whatever, you can make your own coin. If you can draft up your own little white paper talking about this coin is going to revolutionize the world. It's going to be better than Bitcoin. But a lot of this crap, yeah, a lot of this stuff is scams and it's just a bunch of junk that that's not going to do anything. But then when you get to the main stuff, crypto, uh, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. Cause you know dogecoin that, that really just started off as a joke in case you guys didn't know that they were just really just pointing fun pointing uh, poking fun at this whole crypto thing but a lot of these other coins like bitcoin i know a lot of people say it has the possibilities to change the world but the problem with bitcoin is with crypto in general is it's not backed by a product man like when you look at the stock market right and the prices go up and down that's directly affected by the movement of goods and services and like the overwhelming majority of the time I mean there are other little things here and there like that whole GameStop thing that can influence it but in general goods and services being moved through the economy directly affects stock prices when it comes to crypto people's opinions are moving it so if a if a, if a major social media influencer like Elon Musk says hey I'm gonna go buy Dogecoin you can literally see every time Elon Musk says Dogecoin something in favor of it you can literally see the price of Dogecoin go up and it happens with with uh, uh, Bitcoin and other things so that's one of the major issues I have and then another issue I have with Bitcoin where people like this is gonna be uh, it's gonna replace the, the dollar well being that Bitcoin is so volatile it goes it goes up in price down in price and let's just say we're all using Bitcoin right i want to go out there and buy a loaf of bread right well what if that loaf of bread costs me like 10 bucks today then it costs me like two dollars tomorrow you know what i'm saying like at least with us the us dollar it goes you know its value goes up and down but it doesn't swing wildly like crypto it's fairly stable for the most part in comparison to crypto so when you go buy a loaf of bread you kind of expect i'm gonna pay two dollars you know maybe a dollar for some cheap bread three dollars for some for for some uh for some of that fancy schmancy bread but you don't expect to go in there and pay like 10 15 bucks today then five dollars tomorrow and then a dollar the next day then twenty dollars the day after that that's the problem i have with crypto with people trying to say it's going to replace it should be used as a replacement for money Well, you're going to have like these wild price swings on everything. So I, I don't I don't really know, man. But overall, my biggest issue is how you can manipulate the crypto market based off of how big your your social media following is and how much influence you have. Like you can literally do that. So I don't I don't know, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet my my financial future on on crypto especially if it's directly tied to whether or not somebody with a big following likes crypto to, likes likes a certain coin today and hates that certain coin the next day exactly keep it techie a lot of them manipulate the market that's exactly what they do and you can see it in real time like when i was when i was uh, get, really getting into crypto back in 2017 when, when uh because i started getting into bitcoin I had bought my first piece of Bitcoin when Bitcoin was like just above $5,000. So I got into the game when it was back then in 2017, $5,000. People was like, damn, that's a lot of money. Now you look at it, you're like, man, I wish I could get it for $5,000. So I started getting in when it was like $5,000, right? And so when I started learning about it, I was like, wait a second. This price, the prices of these coins is changing because people on social media are, 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 with large followings are wishing it into existence. And you can literally track, you can, you, you, know, you can go on a, do a Google trend search and find out what coin are people talking about on Google and Twitter. And you can see the little graph come up. That graph will almost perfectly align with the graph that is displayed by the price of the crypto going up and down. It will almost perfectly overlay on top of it perfectly and that that told me right there i was like wait wait, i was like wait a second what is going on here like people are literally just wishing the price into existence so you know but i mean you can make money but you know I, i don't i wouldn't put my at this current phase unless something drastically changes with it I'm not going to place my financial future in the crypto because it's to me is literally based off of the opinion of somebody and not not an actual product or service that is tied to. Like you look at Tesla, Tesla, their stock is whatever the heck it is. Well, guess what? They actually make a product. They make they make cars. They make batteries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying there's an actual product associated with that damn stock. Yeah, John McAfee. He was extremely loud with it back in 20s. I used to follow I used to see those tweets. I used to follow him. John McAfee, in case you guys don't know, he's the founder of McAfee Antivirus. He sold the company. And then, uh, you know, basically he sold the company for probably a few hundred million dollars. And he hasn't had nothing to do with the company in years. But, you know, basically he's like this, this wild, loose, cannon, multi, super ridiculous, multi-millionaire who... Uh, I think he was like accused of murder at one point, and somewhere in South America. Then he beat that case, and he's married to this black woman. And it's, it is weird how he met his wife. They say they met online and went on a date and got married, and then they've been like rocking with each other for like ten years now. But he, he's a he's a wild dude. He's just like one of these. He's like a 50-year-old dude worth a few hundred million, and he, he he just he's like the the epitome of a of a of a, of a rich white dude. Just just. Who just believes he can do whatever the hell he wants to do because he got the money, and he's been doing it. But he started the McAfee antivirus company, so he knows a lot about tech. But like I said, when I was following him in 2017, when I first started getting into crypto, he would literally go on Twitter and say, "I like this coin today." Then you can literally go to Binance or some other place that are or what's that? What's that website that keeps track of the coins? Uh, Coin, coin, something. I forgot what it's called. And you can literally see the prices of a particular coin go up all based off of his tweet about that coin. You can literally see it in real time. And that was when I first discovered, hold up, this is crazy. This guy is literally manipulating the price of this damn thing. Yeah, coin market cap. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, so, you know, that was that was uh that's that's when i first discovered that i don't know how to say i don't know i i can't put my faith in this because this is just literally being this is literally backed by people's opinions in the literal sense anyways i about to go so anyways that's that's today's uh what's happening in black youtube uh i'll probably do it. You know, i'm probably gonna start doing these i'm gonna try to do these more often I say, I want to, I want to, unless I got like a serious topic I want to talk about, you know, something that, that's of interest, then we, we're just going to talk about what's going on in black YouTube. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to give you all my opinions. But, you know, Kevin Samuels, man, look, hate him or love him, indifferent, whatever. I just think, look, some of y'all, some of y'all content creators are doing the most. Some of y'all are doing the absolute most. And I just don't understand what is, the, what do you gain from it? fine let's just say you knock down kevin samuels his channel gets deleted he loses popularity what's what's in it for you do y'all think his three hundred thousand subs is just going to come to your channel and, and and turn you into the next black youtube superstar and then you're going to be on the no jumper podcast you're going to be hanging out with ti you're going to be hanging out with a with a bunch of reality stars from 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 these talk shows in atlanta uh these, these reality shows in atlanta like like what do you what, what do you think is going to happen with you what I think y'all should be doing is what myself and Keep It Techie are doing, uh, you know, creating content that, you know, that can actually generate you some money off of original content, whether it's tied to a physical product or a digital product or something else. But you can still have your ratchet happy hour like I do. But to dedicate your entire YouTube content towards one man is a. Is, is, uh, know it's kind of like what are you what are you really doing here putting all your eggs in one basket type of deal you know what i'm saying you know that's just my opinion though i'm just i'm just a nigga making video